You're listening to the CryptoCast Network Podcast. Welcome to part 1.1 of the course. In terms of the what, why, and how of part 1.1, I'll kick it off with what. What are we going to learn? Well, we're going to start off with an introduction to security and wallets. And then we'll talk about security topics like private keys. And then we'll have public keys. And then I'll tell you what SHA-1 is all about. And then SHA-256. And I like using exhibits because it's a lot more fun uh, to explain it this way. And I think that we retain the knowledge better if we can visualize stuff. Okay, so... Um, I will also introduce you to the concept of cold storage and hot storage to ensure that your money is secure. Moving on to why. Why are we spending a lot of time early on in the course talking about security topics? Because cryptography is the cornerstone of cryptocurrencies. And in this new crypto digital reality, uh, there there are not really any banks or credit card companies that will protect your money if you're cryptocurrency accounts get hacked. Okay, so I'm going to spend a lot of time on security topics early on in the course. It's very important so I can help to protect your capital. Okay, lastly, how? How are we going to learn about these security concepts together? Well, after we discuss public and private keys and what SHA-256 is and what hashing is, then we're going to do an exercise where we will encrypt and then decrypt text based on less secure protocols like SHA-1 and then based on more secure protocols like SHA-256, which is the cornerstone of uh, security when it comes to uh, encrypting and hashing, I should say, uh, Bitcoin. Okay, this, this will make a lot more sense to you soon. And different cryptocurrencies have different algorithms. Okay, so SHA-256 is important and, and I'll tell you all about it. It's, it's interesting too. Uh, and then what we'll do is we'll make our first paper-based QR wallet together, which will be a lot of fun. And that will help us to really understand the concepts of public and private keys. Uh, And um, I'll tell you exactly when we will access all of the aforementioned lectures uh, and exercises, uh, which are in this button 1.1 here uh, on your Excel dashboard. Thanks. We know that banks and credit card companies charge us high fees but they do help us protect the security of our money, again, through their high fees. Now, if we're going to invest in and use cryptocurrencies, we need to not only thoroughly understand cryptocurrency security concepts, but we have to also be willing to spend some money on purchasing devices that will act as digital wallets because only you can protect your cryptocurrencies and not the banks and not the credit card companies. Okay, so we should think about the amount of money that we're going to save in bank and credit card fees in the long run. And we should use part of those savings to buy and use what are called cold and hot storage wallets, meaning online and offline security products for your cryptocurrencies. And so we're going to cover wallets in much more detail later on in the course in part three. But as we build upon the security and other crucial uh, cryptocurrency topics, one layer at a time, we're going to complete a couple of concepts through exercises, okay, which will help us understand the marrying of security and wallets, okay? Especially since half of the word uh, cryptocurrency is crypto, um, which can mean secret or hidden. Okay, so 
I'm going to go into a lot of detail and summarize more than 40 years worth of fascinating crypto cryptography events, including the NSA fighting cryptocurrency experts going back to the 1970s uh, in, in this lesson and through the exercises in the next lesson. Okay, this will make much more sense to you soon. Why? Because we have to thoroughly understand how security has and will continue to change in our lifetime, as I promise you that if we don't stay up to date on security changes over time, then our money and privacy can and will be compromised. You know, no big institutions are safe anymore from hacking. We know that. The media covers this in a lot of detail. And before learning about wallets and how to use them and deciding which ones to use, I want to introduce you to the concepts of public and private keys in this lecture through an exercise we'll do together. Okay, I hope you enjoy this. And on nuclear, on nuclear submarines, uh, often there's two keys. Two keys are needed to, God forbid, launch uh, missiles. Uh, one key can go to the captain of the submarine, and the other one usually goes to a POTUS or, or a top government official. Similarly, when it comes to cryptocurrencies, two keys are needed to transfer and receive money. Okay, And these keys are called public and private keys keys. Okay. And if you just want to jump into the, to the exercise in this lesson, then you can fast forward me right now to, to this part in the lecture. Okay. Um, I understand that some of you might already understand these concepts, but it's fun for me to talk about. And some of you might not know much about this. Okay. So the concept of, of private and public keys uh, was created in May of 1976 as a brilliant security breakthrough was discovered by a brilliant man who still lectures here at Stanford, uh, named uh, Martin Hellman. He's a, he's a rock star. He's amazing. Okay, And he created public and private key cryptography. Okay, He did this so that if enemies get their hands on one key, okay, they can't decrypt the information because they don't have access to the other key, which is private and not public. Okay, And the NSA actually approached Martin Hellman and told him to be quiet about this for national security reasons. And Hellman thought about this, and he thought it's an ethical issue, so he did not keep quiet about this. And he says in this video here, which is an incredible speech, uh, which you can access by clicking this button, but he says that he felt that he had an angel on one shoulder and a devil on the other shoulder. And he said that the same thing took place with those that created the first nuclear bomb as part of the Manhattan Project. You know, yes, they, they wanted to beat Hitler, of course, but they kept working on the, the nuclear bomb after World War II ended. And things got really contentious for Hellman as the NSA was on his back. And he, he literally thought the NSA was Darth Vader and he himself was Luke Skywalker. He actually said that. He said, that's pretty cool. Okay, so Hellman is less focused on cybersecurity today and more focused on nuclear security, as there are parallels between, um, between both of them. Both are related, okay? So all this stuff is now declassified, uh, but it's important to discuss this so we can understand how governments react to cryptocurrencies today and in the future. And governments are constantly fighting companies, just like how the FBI is currently fighting Apple. And expect this to continue uh, globally, as cryptocurrencies, uh, as we discuss, are potentially the greatest threat to national security. 
Okay. And governments, and let, let me just put these down here. I'll come back to that in a minute. But, but governments thought and think that nuclear weapons deterrent, deterrent strategies can be applied to cryptocurrencies. And our, crypto, our cryptography visionaries like Martin Hellman and our space pioneers like Elon Musk beg to differ. Okay. Security and cryptography will continue to be decrypted. And we need to keep up to date on this so that our personal uh, cryptocurrency net worth is less likely to be compromised in the future. Okay. And I don't want to jump into discussing wallets or buying uh, cryptocurrencies or mining uh, until we thoroughly understand and cover security. Okay, let's move on. A Berkeley student named Ralph Merkel pioneered how to distribute these keys. And it's important to mention this as we will discuss uh, Merkel concepts later on when we talk about blockchain in this lecture here. And Merkel's uh, Berkeley professor criticized his work. And, and it's actually ridiculous. And just as ridiculous as, um, as the founder of Federal Express, FedEx, uh, writing his business plan at Yale University. And then the teacher told him this. The concept is interesting and well-informed. But in order uh, to earn better than a C grade, the idea must be feasible. Okay, So don't let teachers tell you um, that you are wrong. Okay, and uh, these students were so forward-looking. Okay, so after Hellman and Merkel, after their discoveries, then there's three brilliant men named uh, Rivest, Shamir, and Adelman, RSA. You ever seen one of these things? RSA tokens. Remember this? Okay, and they were the first ones to implement public key, the public key crypto system. That's RSA which used to be a publicly traded company, ticker RSAS, until EMC bought them in the summer of 2006. Okay, I used to cover that stock when I worked uh, at, a, at a very big tech hedge fund called Citadel. Okay, so these three people, RS and A, uh, are mathematical geniuses, which is what crypto uh, cryptography is all about. It's math. Okay, moving on. In my hand, I'm holding a green key. Okay. It's got a globe on it. And this is just a prop, but we're going to pretend that this is your public key, okay? Which many people have access to, okay? There's, there's anybody can send you uh, money to your public key in your wallet. And I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute, what that means, okay? Okay. In this hand, it should probably be consistent, hold this way. In this hand, I'm holding a, a red key. Uh, which is a, a, a private key, and it's got the word home written on it. You probably can't see that, but okay. And there's only one copy of this, but there can be many copies of this public key, okay? Great. So I've got a public key and a private key right here. Great. And the person sending money to you, right, the person that's sending cryptos or cryptocurrencies or Bitcoin, Ether, whatever cryptocurrency it is to you, they need to know where to send it. Okay, and you need to know how to access the money sent to you. Okay, so the way that people know how to send cryptocurrencies to you is knowing what your public key number is or address. Okay, it's, it's kind of like an email address. Okay, so think of the public key like an email address. A lot of people can get your email address, uh, but the private key is like your uh, email password. Not many people have that. Okay, okay, great. And if people have your public key, uh, they can send money to you. Now, in order to access the money in your wallet, okay, 
uh, that was sent to you, it's your public key, you need to access it using your private key. Okay, again, it's like a, a password for, for email. Now, if you forget your email password, you can usually ask the company or person in charge of the email system to send you a new password, okay, like Google does with Gmail, for example. However, it's a little bit different with cryptocurrencies because if you forget this private key, okay, then you can never, ever, 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 ever access your money again that's in your wallet, okay? Even if you have the public key, it doesn't matter. And this is why we're gonna spend a lot of time on many different types of cryptocurrency wallets in this course and how to secure your private keys and personal data, okay? And we're gonna make sure that security disasters do not happen to you, okay? So if you lose your, if you lose this, that's okay because your private key is smart and your private key can actually tell you what your public key is. It's kind of like this. Okay, so now I'll turn this around. So I'm gonna push this green button here. My private key will tell me, my private key will tell me where my public key is, right? That's it, right? It's kind of like a, it's kind of like tile. Okay, anyway, so I think you get the idea. Great, let me put those down for now. And we're gonna build on this concept soon as well when we talk about blockchain and other stuff and mining, it's gonna be fun. Okay, great. Uh, and technically, I, I will teach you how to set up wallets in an exercise in this lesson here. Okay, I just wanna introduce you to security concepts in this introduction to security lesson. And again, we're gonna build on this. Now, now, please note that your public key can never tell you what your private key address is. Okay, so again, never lose your private key. Uh, also, people can find your public key address through using QR codes, which some people have on their crypto wallets. Okay, and so in order to explain this concept a little bit, what happens is a lot of people have uh, cryptocurrency wallets that have these little uh, QR codes on them. And all that QR code does is it tells you what this number is here, this public key. That's all it is, okay? So think of it as a keychain, and, and this is kind of cute, but people use this for their dogs now so they don't lose their dogs, right? People scan the QR codes, tell them where their dog is. So, so public key uh, can, can uh, be written as or represented as a QR code. And the same thing with a private key. And when we make our wallet very soon together, our paper wallet, you will see that on one side of our paper wallet is a public key with, with this QR code. And on the other side of that same wallet is a private key with this QR code. And all the QR code is, is a way to scan it with your mobile phone. And you scan the QR code and I'll tell you what this number is. And this one as well, okay? But you never show anybody this QR code, only this one, okay? Great, we'll do an exercise sooner than that when you make your first wallet. And, and this will make a, a, a lot more sense. Okay, great. Uh, and. I want to humanize the education process here of security so that it's more engaging and so that you know, you'll, you'll be more interested in staying up to date with uh, new security and password protocols in the future. And, and I promise you that since there is so much money in this cryptocurrency sector, um, that cyber criminals will take our money if we're not vigilant and very, very careful, okay? And, Many of, the, uh, many of our brilliant uh, uh, technology visionaries uh, are mindful of, of the fact that what they create could have a negative impact on us, okay? So for example, uh, we know that Elon Musk uh, makes rockets and he is mindful of the fact that with great power comes great responsibility, okay? 
And many of the people I discuss as we do our security exercises uh, that have contributed so much to enhance our lives through technology are often the voices of caution when it comes to computer security and future trends. So if you want, uh, you can follow in Twitter some of the people that I discuss in this lesson and in this course in general, just so you, you can stay up to date on cryptography and security trends that could impact your net worth in the future if you invest in the cryptocurrency market. And I really care. I care. And I, and I want to thoroughly, I want you to thoroughly understand uh, security and cryptography concepts before you buy any cryptocurrencies, okay? Uh, and if you're interested in learning more, please just click this button here to learn more about Stanford professors and the evolution of uh, public key and uh, uh, cryptography as presented by, by David Hellman here, who created uh, cryptography in the 1970s. Uh, and, and he battled the NSA, uh, who told him to keep quiet about his research. Okay, so the title of this optional six-minute video here is Cybersecurity, Nuclear Security, Alan Turing, and Illogical Logic. And you can access it here. Okay. And the Elvis Presley rock star of the security sector was a brilliant man named Alan Turing. Okay, and I, I'm sure you've heard of him. Uh, and, and he, uh, along with his team, created this unbelievable machine to break the uh, the enigma okay this, this is a replica okay this is interesting so he created this machine with his team in England uh, during uh, World War two uh, to, to decrypt this right so he could find out um, you know ab all about what, what the Germans were, were planning and this is a, a, a mini replica here of, of the enigma machine right so there's a great movie about this uh, called the, uh, the, the Imitation Game. But um, anyway, it's kind of interesting. Alan Turing is a rock star to me. I respect him. Um, he's amazing. Okay, so we should generally expect governments, uh, for national security reasons, to pour in a lot of money uh, and resources to, to break codes. Okay. All right, so when this happens, if we find out, then we're going to need to change the security measures that we use in the future. And I promise you that governments will likely be spending a lot of money on this in the future. Tell me where the bomb is. 10 seconds or you're dead. Interesting. I'm the only one who knows where that nuke is. Well then, in that case, I'd say you'd better start. Thanks for listening to the CryptoCast Network Podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes.